0: Saturday morning cartoons and monster movies were great and all, but it was that glorious two minutes in between that truly made us the geeks we are today. If it was cool, fresh, and a must-have, there was a crazy commercial that would sell it to us, and we totally bought in. These are the toy commercials that made us Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek! In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings. There's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of
1: Geek! Oh yeah. Another <laughs> Loop and Larry Guardians of Geek. I am Loop
0: and I'm Larry. <laughs>
1: and it's so Guardians of Geek.
0: And, and we're uh, here in Peewee's Playhouse. We're yes,
1: here in Wee's Playhouse virtually today. So, of <laughs> course, if you're listening, you can also watch this podcast if you want on our YouTube channel. And that uh, which is kind of weird cuz we're kind of doing it for two different formats now, which is kind of neat, but uh yep. it, yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, it's cool. We're uh, we're back. We've been, we haven't been done a show since like May.
0: Yeah, we we took a couple months off. It, it, this whole COVID thing is just messed with our timing. <laughs> yeah, and other and, things going
1: on in the world, of course, uh, the Black Lives Movement, everything else. It, it just seemed like a good time to kind of just give it a rest for a bit. And yep. now let's come back and let's, uh, let's get people up to date with what's going on uh,
0: in the world of geek. Exactly, well, things are starting to to move again, which is kind of nice, like we're you know the people are getting out and being able to do a few more things than they could before, so you know so there there are still things happening, but of course, we're still in a pandemic, so there are still cancellations, and yeah you know things are moving around so for example, uh Loop and I always go to fan Expo in Toronto, and we have for, for what fifteen years yeah going oh to alley. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. But they so this year we were we were fully expecting them to to, to cancel it, uh, but they just were delaying and delaying, and we didn't know what was going on. Well, they finally uh, put a notice out. They haven't officially canceled it. They've just moved it to November. So. Yeah but we have we have a couple of theories on this uh, at least at least i do so we, so we go with it's it's loop and myself and two of our friends uh, andrew and mike and the four of us go and we so we've been talking also known about, as the con men yes the con <laughs> men i don't know the why con. we had to brand it ourselves as that but, exactly. Or if anyone even uses
1: it but we still we do
0: so we have yet to make t-shirts or anything but <laughs> uh but our our theory on this is that they're just moving the dates around so that they prevent people from uh, refunding their tickets, so yeah. because here's my concern. So right now they've said that Fan Expo is moved to November, but they're only selling twenty five thousand tickets. So the the Comic Con usually holds something like one hundred and ten thousand people over the course of the weekend. Like that's it's a massive Comic Con. So now they've said that they're going to only allow twenty five thousand people in there. Well, that I mean that's only four months away. So currently. Yeah. And we're in July right now. Currently, we can still only have gatherings of 10 people. So I'm not sure how in four months we're going to go up to gatherings of 25,000 people. <laughs> in Canada, so, that would be phase like 65. It would, yeah. <laughs> we're in phase know, two right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we're going to get there. So th- so my theory is it still may not happen this year, They may, th- but they're just moving it around so that they're preventing people from actually asking for refunds and having to pay out. All of that, so we'll see because I mean the issue is going to be what kind of celebrities are they going to get, yeah, because the border's closed between the United States and Canada, so all of the American celebrities that usually come up aren't going to be able to, so I mean you're going to have a lot of you know i mean I guess you could have Canadian celebrities and you know there, but i I don't know i don't know what kind of experience it will be yeah be, it's going to
1: be interesting to see what they do because i mean they talked about people wearing masks and they're gonna like a part of, now when you get your tickets you get like a mask with your ticket yeah. like some of the tickets and yeah. um the it'll be interesting to see if that's if people are gonna wear them a kind of it might it might influence the type of costumes people wear like yeah. you know that might be mask influenced costumes um Absolutely. i don't know what what's gonna happen with this like it just seems like a big jump um considering like like he, baseball is supposed to start like at the end of this month and uh you they can't even have any fans in the in the audience like yeah. uh, and my friend andrew, our friend andrew and i are i've gotten tickets to go see the jays at the end of august but we had to get a hotel room oh. like so you can watch it from the hotel rooms because they have the windows that go into the field oh um, really so you can watch from the hotel room but you can't like go into the stadium and watch it so so you'll be sitting the, in your you'll, you'll be sitting in your hotel room watching the game yeah like and That's like those, cool yeah, it's kind of neat like it's a chance to watch baseball but we'll see huh. if that even gets to that point like if we'd even be able to watch it because a lot of the players now some of them have, been, have uh, gotten COVID, and like it's yeah. just it's who knows right it's just such a weird weird time period and it's they got to be extra careful yeah
0: because like, well,
1: in canada where we are the the we've actually like the curve's gone down yeah. but in other countries it hasn't like it's actually still going up so we got to, what we want to do is prevent that second wave from happening.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if things that are opening now and things that they're talking about coming may not, (laughs) they may just delay these things again. Like it's just, everything is so up in the air. Like everything is just so strange. Yeah. Have you been to any patios or anything yet? Um, No. Uh, we haven't done any patios. We've done takeout and that sort of thing. Um, my wife actually has done a, a patio with with uh, her sister. Yeah, um, so she did that. Have you Have you been out?
1: Yeah, I've been a couple times to like two yeah. different patios, and it's like hey, like you're outside. It seems fine. Like although the everybody like working there is like constantly spraying things down, like you can see because no one wants to be that restaurant right that that something happens at. So um, it's been fine so far. So. Well, and you got
0: to figure. I mean, if if a restaurant like comes down with a, a case or with somebody in that restaurant that whole restaurant shut down so you feel like restaurants of all the places are going to be extra careful because yeah, it's yeah. their
1: livelihood yeah know? yeah for
0: sure yeah um but it's for definitely sure.
1: if it affected like i mean like when winter theater is going to open when are we going to go see a movie again at the theater like well, and, ha- and they, how will they, that happen is the question yeah they,
0: so the interesting thing is that um, I just got a uh, email in the last week, <clears throat> so it had been the beginning of July, from Cineplex, uh, which in Canada is our, is our major uh, you know, theater chain, saying that they are gonna be opening uh, in July. So uh, Cineplex will be, op- will be opening theaters again in July, select theaters, they've said in select cities. Okay. So I don't know. <clears throat> they haven't said yet which cities or where they're going to be opening, but they will be opening apparently. Um, and they're offering now uh, $5 tickets, <laughs> which make, and, and the $5 tickets are for like IMAX and like any, uh, all of their theaters, like all of their big theaters are still only going to be $5 a ticket, which makes yeah. sense because there are no movies. <laughs> yeah. And, and actually to that point, This is the first summer since 1975 when Jaws came out. Jaws was considered the first blockbuster, summer blockbuster. This is the first summer since 1975 that we haven't had a blockbuster in the theaters. Yeah, you're right. Wow. Yeah, it's been, you know, 45 years that we have, that there's always been a a summer blockbuster. This is the first summer that there won't be any blockbusters. It's it's weird. And it's weird too because I've heard people like... I mean, there's different theories
1: of selling like, you know, seats in between seats or not not yeah. selling seats in between seats, theories of people wearing masks while in the theater, but then theaters make their money from concessions. They don't make their money from like the, the, the movies in the theaters. Like, cause I think yeah. the, the way I remember it being told to me is that the, when the movie first comes out, the, the company they, makes the most of the money. And then like the theater makes like 10% of that, of the box office, but each week it stays in it changes, so then the next week it's 80-20, then 70-30, or something along that lines.
0: so they make their
1: money from their concessions, so if we have to wear masks all the whole time and can't eat the concessions, like, how are they going to make money? Like, that's that's where know. they make, I think, the bulk of it. So I,
0: I, I agree, like, I don't, I don't know, so that's really going to be the interesting thing, is, like, are they going to expect you to wear masks like, when you're walking through, like, the lobby and all of that, but once you sit down in the theater, can you take your mask off? I mean, because technically, by the time you're sitting down in the theater, you're not you're you're six feet away from people and you're not going to be beside people anymore like you're not going to be interacting with people so i i don't know i don't know if they'll expect you to because yeah you're right like they can't they, they won't be able to you can't eat <laughs> you yeah it's, it's gonna
1: be interesting like to, to see what they do because it's not like like um like when you're in a mall like i still wear a mask when i go to the mall because the mall's just yep. open here um, yeah. and, uh, I still wear a mask throughout the whole mall, but I mean, yeah. you're always moving, constantly moving. So if someone sneezed, you could move out of the way in the theater. It's out there. Right. Like, so, yeah. I mean, but I'm hoping that people that are sneezing aren't in the theater watching a movie. Like if I had out all- my allergies in allergy season, I'd like, I just wouldn't go to a, see a, th- a film because I know yeah. like, there'd be a chance of me sneezing during that movie. So. Exactly.
0: And you don't want to, you just don't want to risk it. Yeah. Um, but so here's a fun thing. So in our, we we're in London, Ontario, one of our, independent theaters called the highland cinema has, oh, yeah. to fight to fight this whole not being able to open their theater they created they converted their theater into a drive-in so th- they they're just fortunate enough that the back of their theater is where their parking lot is so they um erected a like a 30 foot by 20 foot screen and they like bolted it right to the back of the building and so their parking lot is now a drive-in so that's it, awesome yeah so so i like totally took advantage of this i'm like we're doing this so on canada day here they uh ran uh john candy's last movie called canadian bacon which i had never seen before and it's so funny it's such a good michael movie. Moore wrote
1: that right like the documentary michael moore didn't he write yes that? he yeah. and
0: directed it and directed yeah, yeah. Directed that's awesome it. it's such a great but yeah so they've converted so it so but because of the situation you can't buy concessions from the theater so the way they got around that was you bought you had to buy your ticket in advance it was reserved they only had you only allowed 30 cars there you had to buy your ticket in advance and the ticket was $40 for a car but $14 of that was concession was a concession coupon Okay. so then you take that coupon you go to their website all of their concessions are on their website you pre-order your popcorn and drinks and whatever on their website and ahead of time using this 14 dollars thing when you get to the theater you drive up you drive in they like take your license plate and whatever and somebody comes out of the theater with a with a bag with your concessions in it and just hands it to you through the window oh, that's um, awesome. and then so you still get, and their popcorn is fresh popped, like they're yeah. normal, that they just put in a plastic bag and bring it out to you. So you still get full concessions. You just aren't buying it on location because you're not allowed, they're not allowed to sell it right then and there. So right. they've totally gotten around all of these things. And it's awesome. It was, it was like one of the most fun nights I've had. in the it, long it looked time.
1: really cool. Like, like I yeah. saw
0: some of your photos. It looked really, fu- really, really fun yeah so they're doing and so it's become so popular because nobody can go to the movie theaters that they've said that they're actually going to continue this drive-in even after they open so they're gonna it's gonna be a like a regular thing now for them is to have the regular theater and then on occasional nights have an outdoor drive-in theater and they're showing like classics like they're they had a run of jaws they were running jaws um coming up is jurassic park um they ran uh back to the future like they're running all these really cool fun movies that you wouldn't see normally but yeah and then this is how how are you hearing it like how are they doing the sound so the sound is awesome because it's it's on an fm radio station so you tune in that has like a totally tiny bandwidth that's literally just out just their parking lot but it's full stereo because it's in your car so the sound is sounds like a movie theater because it's surrounding you and you're i gotta i gotta check (laughs) this out it sounds absolutely yeah you have to do this it's the sound is great the picture is amazing and you full get full popcorn and all your stuff, and you can bring your own food because it's your car or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it was. I thought this was fantastic. I hope more theaters like are able to do this sort of thing because converting to drive-ins is that's a, that's the way to go. Yeah, it's such a it's just it's, it's cool when people can take
1: something like this and turn it into a positive, right? Like it's yeah. it's uh it's awesome. That's cool. So anything else
0: you're watching right now? Um I've actually just started uh, a new show on Netflix uh, called Aris. Have you heard of this show? No. A, no. a- R E S. Um it's a Dutch horror sh- a horror TV show. So it's it comes from um Amsterdam I think. Yeah. Um yeah. so it's in Dutch but it's an eight part series and each episode's half an hour so that it's like a 4 hour horror movie essentially yeah but um so it's it's subtitled but it's really cool it the the premise of this thing is that it's it's all based around um a secret society like uh like uh um the masons for example you know what i mean like that you have to be initiated and go through all this process but i'm only three episodes in but there's something supernatural about this uh secret society and it's like so this show wouldn't be for everybody because it's quite violent like there's some really uh there are a lot of suicides within this cult yeah. or this yeah. secret society that happened and and it's pretty graphic the way they happen but it's really intriguing like i if i had had time i probably would have binged the whole eight episodes in one sitting it's really really good it's a fun it's a fun take on uh on horror and it, and it's neat because it's it all takes place in amsterdam so it's a different culture it's a different country and it's, yeah it's, it's kind of a cool thing so yeah so I'm, I'm it shows like
1: though. it shows like that in the wicker tree and like yeah some
0: of those shows that is the reasons why i'll never go to europe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, like scared. And, and, and this show, this show feels a lot like midsummer which i know is the oh, and you yeah. said, okay and that's it for me for europe and yeah that, i never I, go
1: to europe because of, yeah, of those movies like
0: <laughs> yeah so maybe you don't want to watch this one <laughs> yeah, Maybe i'll probably but still watch it <laughs> it's really it's really good i totally recommend that one okay i'll Why check it you? i'll check it out um
1: i've been watching that so i, I i'm i in a comedy troupe so this has taken up a lot of my time the last few weeks so I, we did a comedy show it's on youtube our uh it's called Project G-Force, so that's what I've been sort of consumed with, so I haven't been watching as much stuff, but this year I decided, I think I might have mentioned this before, I'm trying to watch all the Bond movies this year. Yes, uh, I'm down to seven. I got seven to watch. Like so seven, left. Le- seven left? Seven left, so I've been watching, like I've got all my uh, my. Can you see that there? Oh, it's disappearing. Nope. Back, What's going back, back, on there? there? There it is. Um oh, there go. it is. Uh, so <laughs> I've got this Bond, like it's got all the movies in it and
0: awesome. um, which is cool. And, but, but, uh, so, so here's my question about that. Did you have to um, put what was the last one? Uh, Spectre is Spectre fit in there or does it, is it sit outside? No, this,
1: this, this set ended about two bonds ago or, or whatever. Oh. So I own those separately. So I watched all of his bonds first in anticipation yep. for bond, the new bond to come out yeah. and then it didn't. So right. it was delayed. So, uh, with no time to die. Is that, yeah, Is that the that's one? Right. yeah yeah yep. and then uh all the, the names start getting together we start watching them all back to back and okay. so and so i i uh so i watched his first then i went to daniel craig's first and i went back to the beginning and started watching them all so i just finished all the roger moore ones so now i've got nice. timothy dalton and i've got pierce brosnan still to watch those are the five but on and, top of that i also watched a couple bond movies that aren't really official bond
0: movies so oh, like casino royale like the original casino royale yeah
1: so that one yeah. I'll put it here so it doesn't disappear. I bought, I, oh, yeah. I, I watched that. Not funny. Um, no. Have
0: you ever it's, seen it? Yes. I have a copy of it too. It's not good. It, it's it's like, it's very sixties humor. Yes. And
1: uh, it's a lot of it doesn't, it's very weird. It jumps all over the place, but it was based on Casino Royale, the book um, yep. very vaguely. Like it's, he's it's James Bond's in it, but it's like, he's an older James Bond and then they hired young James Bonds to sort of do this mission. And it's, it's not funny. It's nope. like, I'm watching it. It's like, it's, it's 90 laugh free minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you've been laughing too much and you need a break from laughing, you go that watch is the movie movies. to
1: watch. I, was like, I guess cause I'm used to like the Austin powers movies, which is a, like a, yeah. like a spoof of the bond movies. That's done really well, but maybe more yeah. in my time period. Maybe if you're older and you, this came out, this might've been hilarious at the time. I don't know. But even the reviews I've read of it weren't very nice to it. <laughs> it's like, but but like a stellar cast like Peter Sellers Woody Allen like it's got Orson Welles like it's got a stellar cast it's just it's not funny nope (laughs) not funny so anyway that's what I've been doing and then the next thing after that's done because I always got two things this year I said I was gonna watch that was one this is my other oh the wild wild west so I've been sitting on this box set I bought it years ago I've not watched it and I've just I'm now I'm like I'm gonna watch this show so first steam kind of like the beginnings of steampunk i think like the sort of it, it, this
0: the show yeah, so it, it totally is i remember that show that show was i'd love to rewatch that show so when we can get together again i'm gonna have to borrow that because i yeah, remember yeah. how cool that show was with oh, i loved gadgets. it because i think we watched it when it was in its reruns like when yes. it, like
1: on if you look back to our episode on channel 43 and the the tv the tv stations that made us um yep. that that show was on there and i watched cool. that show and it was like i used to love it so i don't know how it's going to translate now i haven't watched it in a long time but it's still probably be pretty cool
0: so i feel i feel like that's a show that would still work because it's cl- i just remember it being clever with like them having to build things and it was almost like james bond in the wild west
1: yeah exactly that's exactly what it was He was on that yeah. train all the time and it was yeah, like, yeah it was really cool and because uh-huh. it's very like wild west it, it doesn't really date itself because it's yep. it, that's the genre it's in so yeah it'll be interesting I'll, I'll, but i still gotta watch seven more bond movies at two and a half hours each so oh, I, right. still have, I still have a <laughs> bit, of, bit of time to go
0: until i right. uh, get to uh wild wild west so <laughs> and how many episodes are in wild wild west or seasons do you I think, three, I think there's
1: i think it might be three seasons but i'm totally guessing that i don't know
0: oh okay i am so
1: well it'll that be looks awesome
0: I'm I'm very excited that you're going to watch that because
1: yeah, that was like, I had two things at the beginning of each year. I say, these are two things, like two things I'm going to watch for sure this year. Like, and yep. like, because sometimes there's those shows that you just don't get to, but you keep wanting to watch. But if you force yourself to watch them, then you, you you'll get to them. So that's why I did that one, and I did all the Bonds this year in anticipation for the Bond that has yet to come out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> sometimes we don't which know which may when it's or may happen. not come out this year. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this, this whole marathon you're doing could all be for nothing. Yes, who knows <laughs> if this
1: movie will ever come out? But anyways, time for the Pop five.
0: Let's do it. All right. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop 5. I love those pops. The pops are awesome. They make me so happy.
1: (laughs) It is the Pop 5, so the pops are necessary.
0: (laughs) All right. So let's start right off the top. Loop discovered this one. I didn't even. This one somehow flew under my radar. But when when Loop told me about this, I lost my mind because I'm a massive fan of this thing. Tom Three is in the works. Yeah. So so what do you know about this?
1: So it's um Disney is developing the sequel. Uh, I think it's going to be a movie not directly to Disney Plus. I'm not 100 sure on that, but I think it might be a Disney Plus movie. Okay. Um, So it's going to be uh, Jared Leto somehow involved daft oh. punk somehow involved in this well they, they did the soundtrack for the last one yeah. right so yeah, they're yeah. going to be involved in this one as well awesome. and this one could bring back some original cast members as well
0: really yeah well from because, the original movie because the um the the sequel like the the sequel that they put out eight or eight years ago seven years ago whatever it was had um uh the dude what's the dude's name the dude no. from the big lebowski the dude oh um, yeah i know what you mean yeah um, um, why can't I think of his name? is it Jeff Dude, Bridges?
1: Was- it Jeff Bridges? Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah. Yeah. So they did bring him back for that movie, which was which was really cool. Um, and yeah, and Daft Punk did the the soundtrack, and that the soundtrack for that movie is one of my favorite soundtracks. It's it's got songs on there that, um, like if I have so here's a here's a little here's a little connection to, uh, Loop's comedy troupe and. And Tron. <laughs> so uh, a bunch of years ago, uh, uh, Luke and I were in a comedy troupe together called Channel Surfing. And yeah. uh, then we did a, a 10-year anniversary show, a live show for, for that comedy troupe. I, I don't remember what year that was. 97 it was uh, ninety. Oh, no 2007 2007 yeah not 97 2007 not 97. no it was yeah 2007 yeah. so i was yeah. the stage director for for the comedy for that live show loop was on stage and doing his funny thing but before every on on the way to every performance because we did like five or six performances on the way to every performance i played the soundtrack from tron because it's <laughs> so it like is so like Inspirational and like it pumps you up, and you're just like, "Yeah, I can do this. This is gonna be great." So that was my the, the soundtrack to Tron was was my soundtrack to to doing this show. <laughs> so I'm really excited that Daft Punk is coming back because their music was fantastic in that in that thing so i'm I'm really excited i loved that movie i thought Yeah, that it
1: sounds cool. like it's gonna be like a mix of like uh in this world and then in the tron world and back into this world or something so it's gonna awesome. be a bit of a mix of things so we'll see that's what
0: they cool. come up with but it should be pretty cool that's awesome excited let's hope it happens yeah. <laughs> uh, um uh, so next thing uh there's a th- 80s throwback movie in the works from the henson company is that correct called they're, they're, they're doing some of it yeah Okay, it's called Man and Witch. What yeah. do you know about that? Oh
1: God, what do I know about it? <laughs> so one of the main characters from uh, Never Ending Story is back in this movie. Uh, it was a Tammy uh, Stronick. Um, oh, yeah.
0: So she's, she's back like the, in... The child, the child uh, princess or the child... Yeah, so she'll be in this movie, and it's based wow. a lot around her. Um, and the like, version is, she, is she playing the character from Never Ending Story?
1: Yeah. Oh! So it's okay. back again, and then... Uh, She'll be with, uh, Christopher Lloyd's going to be in it. Sean Astin, uh, Rhea Perlman and Michael Emerson will be in it from lost really as well. So it's, it should be good. It's a, it's going to be an homage to like those 80s sci-fi sort of like fantasy movies. And oh, that's awesome. uh, I think she's playing the same character. I'm pretty sure she is. But, um, and then Jim Henson creature shop will be featured in it with a lot of characters, that they're creating as well. So it'll be
0: like live action, like as opposed, as opposed to CG creatures, it'll be like puppets and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. You know what? It totally makes sense that they're doing this because the 80s stuff is coming back. Like they've reinvigorated the whole 80s horror, like with, um, you know, Stranger Things and it and all of that stuff. So it makes sense now that somebody's going to say, Hey, there's a lot of 80s sci-fi that was really good. Why don't we try to reboot that? (laughs) this is awesome
1: yeah i know they can they can find a genre that people love and they can exploit it they will but it's good it's it's bonus for us right because it's it's fun to watch and it's uh it's cool to see like like the jim henson um company part of it as well because it's it's everything's so cgi and i know i've noticed lately they've been kind of bringing back that like the, the uh, like the that way of doing things with puppeteering and and, and creating right. actual physical like in that was it creep show? Is that the show that was on yes. shutter yep. That show yep. was all like um, Greg Nicotero who helped create that, that's all done with original creatures and, and not CGI. Yeah. Like, very little C G I
0: Yeah, like physical yeah. creatures. I think that's awesome. I'm I'm all for that. Like bring yeah. bring back the puppets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we love the puppets. <laughs> I love the puppet. And how's Dark
0: <laughs> <Star laughs> Crystal coming along? How's that? going oh well the here's the update on that um the 10 part series i only have nine episodes left to go oh good excellent yeah that's not bad huh so (laughs) i'm moving Uh, right along okay
1: (laughs) eventually you'll finish it
0: i'll get there eventually don't worry the greatest show of all time yeah it sure
1: is (laughs) dumb why did i get suckered into watching it (laughs) That's Again, my favorite part of it, like, it that looked my awesome, favorite? but it was just the
0: story was boring. It was yeah, just it needed a bit of work my, on the story. That's my favorite part of this whole thing is that you you watch the entire series and I haven't yet
1: based on your like like glowing recommendation <laughs> God, we're gonna be bringing Doug Crystal up every show like, until oh, you yeah. watch it
0: i I really need to finish it i will i I guarantee you I will try to watch it <laughs> moving okay. on all right Next all right hey. Um, so here's a, here's an interesting one because this was we talked about this in a podcast like many many podcasts ago. The Joker, the sequel for the Joker, which has been announced, reportedly will reveal the real Joker, which means that Joaquin Phoenix's um, Arthur Fleck was not the Joker. Wait, which was a my theory, theory. You had, you had a theory. Yep, yeah, that was yeah. my theory the whole time was that he was not the actual Joker. He was. A guy who was in an institution who was having flashbacks and, and he was, but anyway, apparently the, the story goes that the, the new, the new movie will, he will be an inspiration to somebody. Like somebody will hear, hear his story or, t- you know, see what's going on and then will be beco- that that person will become the real Joker. So Arthur Fleck is not the, the real guy. So my theory may hold up. I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: gonna be interesting to see which, how they go yeah. with that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, but anyway, and you know, we'll have to see if that theory actually comes to fruition or not. But I would be, I'm all, I'm all for that because then I'll be proven right for once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> proven right. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, number four. This is a big one for Luke. Iron Man is being rebooted in the comics. Uh, ap- apparently, they're bringing Tony Stark back and they're giving him a new suit because we were wondering about that. Like, is Tony Stark dead now? Like, obviously, that's canon uh, because, you know, in Endgame, he is it. Yeah, it's well, absolutely- the comics are much different than the movies. Like, they're two different they universes.
1: Are. So, they're Yeah. Are. Uh, this confused me a bit because I've been, I was pretty sure Tony Stark was alive again because he. I know he was AI for a long time. Um, okay. and, but I don't read Iron Man itself. Cause there has been an Iron Man comic out and he's, I think his brother, there's an Iron Man 2020, which is in a different universe than the, the other, the regular Marvel. Right. If that makes sense. Um, sure. so cause they have like the different, like I, DC does this too. They have the different, like, sort of like parallel universes, universes or whatever. So yeah. anyways, um, but I read Avengers and I thought Tony Stark was in Avengers. So I, and, and it's usually all tied in together so yeah. i don't know i was a little confused by this story i but uh, apparently yeah they're gonna bring him back and um yeah. he's gonna be more less uh into the running the suits you know like creating the suits like oh, more like he's in the suit like he's gonna be in the suit again oh. and and, and, oh, and I- doing it so more hands-on back to the basics iron man Right. uh so anyways, i just get confused because some of the timelines are so off on some of these comics i don't know who's doing what and what like you know what i mean unless you read that comic directly but but i did know iron man was ai for a while and now he's like he i thought he was back
0: but maybe not maybe he's now back now i don't know Barely, yeah. Barely, i'm very, conf- one I'm or, very confused and, uh, <laughs> one way or another he's actually going to be back and wearing some <laughs> sort of a new suit <laughs> we'll see we'll find out that's what we know about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right wrapping up the pop five this is a this is kind of a big one because it it kind of co- uh, combines with what we were talking about with fan expo how all these comic cons are have been canceled so the world's biggest uh san diego comic con obviously was was canceled um yeah. because of this whole thing but they have announced now that be, the the big thing about san diego comic con was that it was all the these panels it was like you know introducing new trailers and talking about new shows and where shows are going and that was the place that all the pop culture geeks were getting their information every year and that was super exciting so everybody was kind of disappointed well what's going to happen now because all of these this thing is canceled and and all that but they've announced that they are still going to have panels they're all going to be online they're going to be virtual pa- like that's awesome Online, and they're going to be free for everybody so they're it's funny because they're promoting it by saying Comic Con, uh San Diego Comic Con 2020 has free parking, comfortable chairs, and everybody gets a front row seat at the panels. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's <laughs> actually really cool. It's really cool. So they've got they've got over 350 panels that are gonna be available. That's a lot wow, of panels. Man. So they could because now they can do more than they could at the time, I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh anyway, so it's it's the way to, to to view these things is you subscribe to the San Diego Comic-Con YouTube page, like their official YouTube page, and you can get updates uh, through that. Uh, and there's also a blog that you can subscribe to, and you'll get updates as to when the panels are. Um, but So I, my assumption is the panels will all be on the San Diego Comic-Con YouTube channel. Yeah um and then you so you can watch them they're all pre-recorded so they're not live so there's no interaction with the panels and that's the only downside i guess but <clears throat> excuse me but they're the panels are going to be actually really good panels there's i'm just reading off my list here they're they're doing a uh bill and ted free the music or uh free the music is that what it's called i think no, i think the, so the So the Bill and Ted, there's going to be a Bill and Ted uh, panel. Walking Dead is going to have a panel. Bob's Burgers is going to have a panel. Um, And this one will interest you. Marvel Six One Six. Do you know about this? That that's the universe. That's the universe that Iron Man's in. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're going to have a panel too, uh, because it's a new uh, show on Disney Plus. uh, That they're going to be yeah that they're going to be doing. So one of the panels is the Marvel Six One Six panel. So we're still going to get even though. San Diego Comic-Con isn't on so from it's it runs from oh I have the dates where are they Uh, July 22nd to the 26th so it's the same I think it's the same weekend that that uh, no it's actually delayed because usually San Diego Comic-Con's in June Mm -hmm. um, I think so yeah so this year so it's uh, the weekend of uh, July 22nd to to the 26th all of these panels will be will be on there so we can expect some big pop culture news um maybe trailers i'm not sure if there are movies oh, i'm sure there will be i would think so it's, they're gonna i'm, hold I'm assuming on the that. walking
1: dead one they're going to introduce the because uh, i don't think they start shooting any of the next season yet because right. of this yeah. um I, they'll probably tell you when the the date of the last episode is of this last season because it still oh, hasn't been true. announced yet so uh, yeah. i'm sure that'll be their big announcement um
0: the, yeah uh, but anyways it'll be it'll be cool it's gonna be good it will. And and that it just it's exciting because it means that the geeks will get will still get their pop culture fix. <laughs> like yeah. we're still going to get all the news and all the exciting things to look forward to. Um, but now it's like everybody in the world can actually have a seat in Hall H, yeah. <laughs> hallowed grounds of Hall H to uh, to watch these things as they happen. So I think that's I think that's actually kind of kind of exciting. Yeah, that's
1: gonna be really cool. I'm looking forward to see watching some of these panels and seeing what uh just so we can get like the breaking sort of news as it happens, right? So yeah, that should yeah. be pretty cool. So yeah,
0: so you know, I mean we should do we a podcast
1: can't... a day on that one, like every I, we day. May,
0: we may actually do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> at the
1: end of the day, we'll just do we'll do a recap podcast of yeah. everything yeah, just, just a happened quick, that
0: day. A quick update. That would be kind of fun. That would be fun. So yeah, yeah, lots lots of new stuff coming up. So there is our pop five for Episode twenty, episode thirty-two. We're on episode thirty-two. i 30- I've got, I've got one bonus pop. Oh, okay. I'm throwing a bonus pop in here.
1: I right, um, throw it in, and it just it was just announced yesterday uh, for us uh, that Halloween Kills is being moved to next year. It's supposed oh, to be this gosh. year. It's going to be one yeah, of many I... movies that are going to end up being moved. So, uh, right. unfortunately, but apparently, I read that it has more kills. Than any other Halloween movie, excellent. But it's Halloween Kills, so you'd expect it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they gotta live up to their the title. It it wouldn't be like Halloween Mames. (laughs) No, that wouldn't be as fun. (laughs) Halloween slightly. Halloween slightly injured. (laughs) Slightly injured. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't be quite as good a movie. I don't think.
1: (laughs) Michael (laughs) Myers is here, and he slightly injured several people. My finger. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as good. You know what? I might actually go see that movie. Yeah, I that might be actually too. That's actually not a bad movie.
0: That's no, a good, that's a good spoof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, there you go. All <laughs> there you right. go.
1: Pop capacitor. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, we are back on Pop <laughs> oh, Capacitor yeah. of course. This is where we take a look at, uh, we, we go back retro style, take a look at something um, from our past, and then we see if it still measures up today yeah. and see how it affected us as uh, as the geeks we are today. And what's mm-hmm. going on today, Lawrence, in the Pop Capacitor?
0: Well, it's all, it's all about nostalgia. We love our nostalgia, and we... Uh, A couple of of episodes ago, we we talked about the TV stations that made us. Because, you know, as geeks, you always had that TV station that had your favorite shows, and you'd watch all those shows. And then we realized that there was more to watching those shows than just the shows. There was the commercial breaks between the shows on Saturday morning that were so good that made us buy everything. And that's, (laughs) I mean, I think the shows made us geeky, but honestly, I think it was the the commercials in between that made us into collectors and made us love pop culture the way we do because it was all toy commercials and cereal commercials and they were all so good like they all these commercials were uh like mini movies yeah and they were so much fun so today we thought we'd talk a little bit about the tv commercials that made us supernaturals
1: now, you can join the battle between brave Lionheart and the evil Skull and their eerie ghostlings.
0: Lion, you're dying! Now, master!
1: They change to fight with ghostly might. Turn them into the light, and they change into even more powerful creatures.
0: Now, the in me is free! Take this! Uh...
1: Supernaturals! Lionheart, Skull, and Ghostling sold separately, new from Tonka. <laughs> the world of Voltron, where thrilling adventures let you soar beyond the limits of your imagination. Where the valiant Voltron force merges together in their robotic lions to challenge the might of King Zarkon's demonic minions and menacing machines. Voltron action figures, lions and vehicles each sold separately from Panache Place. Cobra can run, but he can't hide! The G.I. Joe Crusader is hot on his trail! Nobody beats G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe Crusader! Cobra is shaking, shaking with fear! Crusader's gonna blast in front of the stratosphere! Gotcha! Launch the Avenger! The Crusader and Avenger are one top team! Gear down! Awesome! Nobody beats G.I. Joe! A real American hero! Crusader
0: comes with Pilot and Avenger!
1: G.I. Joe! The Transformers, more than meets the eye, Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. The Transformers, more than meets the eye, The Transformers, robots in disguise.
0: Attack the a black commander,
1: call in the Decepticon leader. The
0: Transformers, more than meets the eye, The Transformers, from Hasbro. It's the Mickey Mouse talking phone. (laughs) Hi,
1: this is Mickey Mouse. Mickey, come over for a party. You call Donald Duck. Okay.
0: With the Mickey Mouse talking phone, the battery is not included.
1: It's Donald. Come on over.
0: With the Mickey Mouse talking phone, you can call six different Disney characters. Yup,
1: you guessed it. I'm Goofy. Hi, Goofy.
0: Mickey Mouse talking phone from Hasbro's preschool division. Making things with light. Light bright makes them glow so bright. A steamboat, a chicken, and tropical fish. A lemonade side, or whatever I wish. And with light bright refills, you can make cute baby strawberries and brave G.I. Joe, my little pony. And others you know. You're my cabbage Patch kid. Light bright, light bulb not included, from Hasbro. The new Shrinky Dinks Rainbow Bright playset by Colorforms. Rainbow Bright? First, color the Rainbow Land characters. Cut them out, then into the oven, and they shrink like magic. Put them on stands, and you're ready to play in Rainbow Land. Beware, rookie, and rookie. Yeah. And for more fun, here's the Rainbow Bright Rub and Play transfer set to create your own Rainbow Bright action poster. The Shrinky Dinks Rainbow Bright playset. Some assembly required. It's Colorforms fun.
1: What do we have here?
0: It's Castle Grayskull. And it's mine. Not so fast, Beastman. He Man! You can pit He Man against Beastman playing for the power of Castle Grayskull. You have to put the castle
1: together. Beastman's escaping. The throne, Dad. Dad, you saved the castle. Castle Grayskull from the Masters of the Universe collection. He Man and Beastman each sold separately. From Mattel. Rebo's got the beat, and the band plays on. You can relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. Introducing size Snoodles and the Rebo Band. Jabba the Hutt action playset sold separately.
0: Play it again, size Starring size Noodles, Joopie McCool on clarinet. Max Rebo on organ. Rebo. hee <laughs> Dance, Groopy! It's your last, little
1: Snootles! Whoa, <laughs> ho! New size snoodles in the Rebo Band. of the hot action playset sold separately from Kenner Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. Now
0: you own that uh, size Snoodles, right? You own that. that? That's why I was—I put that in there because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" There's an actual commercial for that set, and I have the set. Like, <laughs> I was there it. when you
1: bought that. That was at like yes. the Niagara Falls Comic Con or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I didn't I didn't own it back as when I was a kid, but I, I and I don't even actually remember that particular commercial. I was just excited to see that there was a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that
1: commercial actually. I'm not sure why he was like taking out size noodles at the, at the I, end, I, but yeah.
0: I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's, that's just a sample of some of the commercials that we would have seen as kids. Oh my god, do I not remember that Mickey Mouse phone? that's
0: why you know
1: i I knew what they were going to say before they were going to say yes
0: (laughs) that's what i mean like it's almost like watching it's almost like listening to a song that you haven't heard since you were a kid and as soon as you hear it you remember all the lyrics yeah you know these these commercials like because they played so much and they were so goofy like that mickey mouse phone one was just um hi goofy (laughs) yeah my favorite line from that and i don't know where it was shot but they have a bit of a like an, an accent because of where they were in the States. But she says, come over for a potty. And I always <laughs> used to think that she actually meant like a potty. Like, you know, the <laughs> potty that a kid sits on? <laughs> like to go poop? Come <laughs> over for a potty. Yeah. <laughs> so was like it a just got really back. weird
1: at Disney right now.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but that one, that one always made me laugh because I just thought it was so weird. And then the other thing <laughs> about that particular product, it's like there are six characters that they were listening to, yeah. Like how long would a kid actually play with that toy? Like you, the, the kid, the characters only say one thing. <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi Mickey. Oh, uh, you're not responding to me. Wait, are you okay? Are you still alive? <laughs> Meanwhile, there's
1: an adult still using it thinking they're still talking to them <laughs> <laughs> to this day.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're so funny, but those, I mean, those are the commercials. Like literally you'd be watching the show like a show, like a GI Joe or whatever. And then these commercials would come on and they were like mini action movies. Like they were so, they totally like, like sucked you in because you were watching something that was, it wasn't just like a, here's a new toy that you should buy. It's on sale today. It was, they were like, made it super exciting to to watch these things. I remember as a kid too, thinking like, especially with
1: like the GI Joes and the He-Mans and all that, they always put them in really cool, like, like they'd be outside with these cool like hills of dirt like these yes. backgrounds always looked really cool and I'm like huh? the uh, I remember there's a G.I. Joe one for like one of the snow stuff and it had like snow job and all the like the the, the uh snow uh, snow guys and I was yeah. like and they're
0: actually in the snow and it looked really cool and I'm like oh man that's it <laughs> but, like, it, the, but but they that sort of taught us how to play with them because you wanted to do like you would get those action figures and then you'd be like i gotta make that like i've got to build
1: something bigger for them some sort of background or or forts or something for them like to be able to put all so then i I remember using like lego and and things to sort of build around these things so they'd have all
0: these cool like cool weapons and stuff like yeah yeah. because i mean like an action figure on its own like, how, like, how how much do you play with that? Because it's yeah. just a like a thing. But when you're building like environments and stuff, then it becomes like an actual like adventure. And and that's what these commercials did is that they like they showed you like how cool you could be when you're creative and making these worlds, oh, yeah. these tiny little, you know, three point seven five inch action figures. And and it, it was just so exciting. I just thought that was so cool. But then there were other things like the like the Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that just looked dangerous. <laughs> it did. But
1: like did you ever play with Shrinky Dinks? I I we I had not those particular ones but I had no. ones that were like like other characters like that yeah. way I would have played with. I remember trying them once.
0: But every yeah, like everybody played with Shrinky Dinks. And and seriously, I mean it was a piece of probably toxic plastic that you'd put in the oven where you cook your I, food. <laughs> on a tray that you would
1: cook on later on and
0: you melted it down so there there were fumes coming off of this thing (laughs) and then you'd like put it on a keychain and play with it perfect but but shrinking everybody had shrinking things like that was like it was just a thing like everybody had all of this stuff like if you didn't have it yourself then your friend had it or somebody you knew had it yeah so like you know you'd see these these car these commercials and be like oh i really want that but i but i don't have it but matt has it he'll i'm gonna go over to his house and play with him over there (laughs) it was it was the true power
1: of advertising eh? like it was as far as the um like i know with gi joe the like they'd have a wave come out and then there'd be commercials based on that wave of of new action figures and sometimes they'd appear in the cartoon which was also like really a a glorified advertisement for the for the toys yeah. um but the and, and like Transformers is a great example they they wanted to put out a new set of toys to sell so they killed off all the original Autobots in the movie in order to introduce all these new characters that they could have in the next season of Transformers and yeah. everybody hated them it's like you know what I mean like it's like why are you, why are you I remember watching the movie I'm like why is everybody getting killed off in the first part of this movie but but that was the reasoning so they could bring out this new set of action figures so
0: yeah
1: um th- that was really cool but yeah just like you'd see them like, oh my, I don't have that guy. I don't have that guy. Star Wars, especially. Like, it was oh. like, oh, I don't have him or or that cool, like, Bespin rocket or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Like,
0: and you had and to they go just, get it. And they, and they made them look even cooler than they were in the commercials because of these, because of the way they made the commercials. Like, they just yeah. made them look like, you had to have this thing. Like, yeah. it was, like, look at how awesome that is. It's so cool. And I think we were probably the first generation to have, like, toys like that marketed from the shows that we were watching. You yeah. know what I mean? So we were watching the GI Joes and the Voltrons and uh, all of the Star Wars and all of the movies and whatever. And then they knew that they could like, because of, you know, George Lucas and his marketing, they knew that they could make a ton of money by selling action figures based on this stuff. And I think we were the first generation. So like, it was all brand new. Like n- nobody had really ever seen this qual- this kind of action figure Presentation before, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean. And yeah. kids that look like you, you know, yeah, playing, like that like, had
1: all these cool things. And like I love when this commercial they blur the faces out, right? Like it's like <laughs> um, it's, it it's like, like this know. this person's gonna come back and try to sue somebody like thirty years thirty years later for being in a commercial. They probably want uh, yeah. people to see like um, <laughs> the. Uh, but I you know, it was cool. Like you're like, oh my god, this could That could be my friend playing with that. Like I need to go. Get, I need to get that action figure.
0: It's like yeah, and like, and it's but but it's carried over to today, like. Well, for example, that size noodles set, like I just bought that like two years ago. Like it's still, you know, the memories of those action figures and how fun they were and how exciting it was to own them still, you know, 40 years later or 30 years, 35 years later, we're still like excited about owning those things. Like the, the, that these commercials changed the way we think. (laughs) Yeah. Was it, was there a
1: toy that you didn't?
0: get that you always wanted from
1: from those commercials like that like Um, one that you remember being advertised and you're like oh my god like i i just never got that one
0: well i mean there were a lot of like the star wars ones is what i was sort of into and there was like i didn't have a lot of i had the x-wing and the tie fighter um but i i never had the uh millennium falcon and i never had the like there was a death star um uh like a like a section of the death star i had i had Um, that yeah it's, it's that's what i mean like if you didn't have it somebody you knew had it yeah. <laughs> and you could still play with it so there were a lot of those sorts of things that i never owned but yeah. uh, like i always really wanted that stuff and i remember um i i didn't put in there the uh cabbage patch kids stuff oh because, god yeah but i remember i had a neighbor who was like who was a girl and she we were the same age and i remember when when they came out like she couldn't get one like she they they couldn't get one and she was devastated that she couldn't get this toy that was so like it was advertised everywhere it was so popular it was such a big deal and that's a lot of these toys were the same way like you just you had to have them they were so exciting
1: yeah, I love in the. Uh, for me, uh, Millennium Falcon was the thing I never had because I had like a lot of the Star Wars stuff and I had that Death Star. I had yeah. like all that stuff, but I just didn't have the Millennium Falcon of all the things that you would like. I had all the most ridiculous like sets, but I did not. I had the Hoth set. I had like, but I did not have the Millennium Falcon for whatever reason. So that was the only yeah. one, the one toy I never, never had at that time that I always like, like should have had, but yeah. I never did. So yeah, uh, that was a hard thing, one. Yeah, it was. The one thing I loved in this was, uh, the voice work for the I've yes. uh, to god the guy that does that He-Man Beastmaster versus He-Man or whatever I don't know yeah. what his voice is like but it's a uh, it sounds like one of those ones that does those horror movies like it's like yeah. uh, it's it's really frightening sounding
0: like <laughs> it totally is but it's but it like totally is like oh, like it, you have to watch this thing like it's totally a 30 second like movie <laughs> like yeah. so it's so like, like intriguing like the the voice work like they had you know big movie trailer voices in the in the commercials and things like that. They just they knew how to market the kids. Like it was very, very smart. And 35 years later, 40 years later, we're still we could still recite all of these commercials. Yeah. (laughs) And it just I just I love how they
1: had uh Sergeant Slaughter in the in the GI Joe one like that was like actually marketing genius having a character that they could make into, like, that was already, like, a wrestling character that they could make yeah. into a character in the show that fit, that actually made sense yeah. that he was, like, in it. So it was, like, it would, like if Hulk Hogan was in it, it wouldn't have made sense. But because no. he was, like, an actual, like, like army sort of persona, like, it actually, like, was, was cool that he was in the show. <laughs>
0: totally so. worked. And the one at the beginning, now I, the name just, the very first commercial with the uh, holograms. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that? those things those I was so like that that is that's actually one of the toys that I never had that I wished I had because hologram technology was pretty new yeah. uh, in the in the early 80 early mid 80s um, and then when they put it into a toy I was like I couldn't even like my mind was blown I'm like I need to have this like object in my hand that's three-dimensional but it's just an image and it's like I, I just couldn't even I couldn't even get over like, (laughs) I couldn't do it. No, it was so cool. And I never owned one. And I was, I see, that would be the kind of thing that if I saw one at a comic con, I'd probably buy it just to have one of them now. But that technology that they incorporated into a, into a toy was so cool. I remember that with uh, with Micronauts,
1: because they've yeah. commercials for that too, because you could see their bodies, you could see all the technology inside the body, but the body yep. was plastic. It was like, like, whoa, this is so cool. Yeah. The
0: hologram <laughs> technology in toys was the best.
1: Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> so good. So yeah. we also, on top of the toys uh, commercials, we also had a lot of cereal commercials as well. Hey, Dad Burnett! What's wrong? They left without breakfast again. What are you serving? Beans, what else? How about fruit flavors? Fruit? That's different. Come follow my nose. Got a nose big as Texas. It's always
0: nose. Whoa, come on, Fruit Loops cereal. With natural orange, lemon and cherry flavors and a full day supply of vitamin C, part of this complete breakfast. Well, little birdie, I'm making Fruit Loops my brand. (laughs) <coughs> Morning, kids! It's a Pac Man day! With my crispy corn cereal coming your way! It's with marshmallows! Oh,
1: oh, oh, delicious! I'm Binky! I'm
0: Blinky! I'm Pinky! I'm, I'm, Clyde. I'm, the I'm Clyde! With a marshmallow! You'll find inside! Oh, oh, oh. There goes a Pac Pup! Oh, and Pinky, <laughs> too! Oh. He's marshmallow! You can chomp him, too! It's got... Part of this nutritious breakfast! It's got... With marshmallows! Oh, oh. Delicious! <laughs> Wake up, guys. We got work to do. We do? Well, I've got to get out the morning edition. And we've got to get out the breakfast edition. What's it say? Snap, button, pop, talking pop, talking just to you. Sounds good. Kellogg's Rice Krispies, the talking part of this complete breakfast. Snap, button, pop, pop Rice, Krispies. Rice Krispies. Hey, you guys, aren't these neat? Wow. Great design. How'd you do them? With cookie doodles.
1: One's free inside Rice Krispies.
0: It's pretty. <laughs> it's cookie. It's free in Rice Krispies. <laughs> Watch me scare Fred out of his pebbles.
1: Yo, Martians!
0: <laughs> Delicious.
1: Barney! Whoops, got a blast Post Pebbles cereal, part of this nutritious breakfast. Now, from Pebbles, you can get a Fred Flintstone Flying Disc. For Barney. Or Dino. For fun with a twist, it's a Flintstone Flying Disc. What an especially marked box of Post Fruity or Cocoa Pebbles cereal.
0: My husband is about to eat a new candy. (laughs) New super fruity bonkers. My son thought bonkers was gum. He knows it's candy now. Chewy fruity candy with this extra fruity inside. So super fruity when you eat bonkers fruit candy.
1: Bonkers. Bonks you out. Some candy.
0: Wow, bonkers. I know, awesome. right?
1: <laughs> I wonder how much it costs to make that giant fruit.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But that was, I know it wasn't a cereal commercial, but I had to put it in there because that was one of those commercials that aired so much that I, like, used to be able to recite it. Like, I knew word for word. My son used to think this was gum. <laughs> I just, it's just, so but it was so, like, the production quality was so good. Like, the the sun- son
1: when the sun has the fruit drop on him, like the, the position they put him in looked really uncomfortable. Like his head was like really jammed into like the side of the wood or whatever. I'm like, that does not look like a comfortable position to be sitting in for like a long period of time, like with a giant like piece of fruit on you.
0: <laughs> but it was, but it looked really cool. Like it was a cool looking commercial. Like they obviously spent a lot of money to create these fruit that drop. If, if you're listening to the podcast, like for, through headphones, you should go to YouTube and just look up uh, the bonkers uh, candy TV commercial. Just to see this one, because it's it's bonkers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is bonkers. The, uh, but yeah, it's funny because they they became a real like thing to do to be able to advertise for for cereal at that time. Like that was like yep. every cereal had a character. Every yep. character had something about them that you you know whether it was Lucky Charms or like we just saw like Fruit Loops or there was always something going on like a sort of a plot line or that you could follow through all of them and it yep. made us get like. Made us interested and engaged in these cereals, and and want yeah. us to buy them. Like there was so much, like that. Even those, like, uh,
0: um, did we have those in 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 Canada? The Pebble cereal, I don't remember. I, I think so. I think it was here for a while. I don't know that it's here anymore, but I, I feel like it was here at at one point. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Like, uh, like it, I, but it, but you're right. Like all of those characters had like venture, like they they'd get into trouble and they'd have to get out of trouble, or you know, I mean, all the like,
1: mystery or something. They're yeah, something the, like the, like the, the trick rabbit or yeah, rabbit
0: or uh, or uh, Lucky from uh, Lucky Charms. People were always trying to steal his Lucky Charms, and so he's always getting into like little misadventures.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember things. some of them honestly had like to be continued. Do you remember that there'd be yeah. like a be continued on it? Cause they'd, they'd introduce a new like marshmallow flavor, but you didn't know what it was going to be. And, but they would put okay. them in a little mini adventure and then it would be continued. And then later on, like another couple of weeks later, the next commercial would come out with like the, the conclusion of it. But it was really yeah. smart marketing.
0: Like it was really smart. Like they, they literally thought about them like they were TV shows. So they were, they were, you know, that, that's sort of the thought that they put into it. they created, the characters that you wanted to watch and adventures that changed all the time and, and all that but then the the cool thing with the with the cereals is that they added toys <laughs> yeah you know so that you you they, then all of a sudden it became a toy commercial you know again they they don't do that anymore you don't like our kids grew up without knowing the joy of getting a plastic frisbee in your cereal box <laughs> yeah they don't do that now they don't put like toys and
1: stuff in them anymore like
0: they used to Oh, and that was the greatest thing because you'd like open up the box and you'd like shove your hand right down into the into the box to pull out the toy yeah uh, to to play with that because that was the exciting part of the getting the cereal i mean the cereal was fine and everything but it was the toy inside that you had to uh that you wanted to get and that was pretty exciting yeah it
1: was cool it it just it was uh yeah just well done like they're all like the the, like the jingles the the characters and it, you see some of those commercials are still kicking around. Like you see them, but not like we did. And I think part of the, the th- like the thing is why they were, they had such influences on us is because we couldn't tape stuff. Right. So we had to watch everything live. They had right. us, they, we were, we were like, and they made it look like part of the show. Like there was just it was like all cartoons would continue through with like, whether it was a cartoon, like the, like the serial cartoon commercials or whether it was a toy commercial. it it just never stopped and the entertainment value so you just kept watching and you're like or even schoolhouse rock which we talked about a few weeks ago like or a few weeks months ago (laughs) on one of our last podcasts um same thing like it was it was you just kept you occupied and you kept watching so
0: yeah like there was no fast forwarding well there wasn't fast forwarding because we weren't recording anything so they had to keep you there like they they had to figure out a way so you you wouldn't leave (laughs) yeah and and, yeah and they totally did that but but because of like how often these commercials were repeated um and how good they were they totally stuck with us like we we remember them and it's and it's a huge part of our childhood were tv commercials (laughs) yeah like you're saying like almost
1: word for word i can remember some of those I i don't remember i remember that one is like with the um with the uh toucan sam or whatever he's like oh dang yep. bird it yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh but it was like, just a little detail i thought was funny yeah. That.
0: <laughs> yeah totally and then he was having beans for breakfast like it was just, that was awesome it was so great so I good just, but yeah the, uh, like they the those commercials literally are what made us what we are today like those those, those oh, yeah. commercials, coupled with the shows that were around them that's why we are doing this podcast right now is because of those things
1: and guess what our jobs have been or still kind of are or are is working in commercials (laughs) that's right (laughs) or promos or whatever we do right like we're always like selling something or doing promos for something like we're both in media and it's probably because of of what we watched and uh, that's why we're still doing kind of what we do so yep, they made us
0: 100
1: (laughs) (laughs) percent well that's the show for today uh, Luke and Larry Garthy thanks for joining us either whether it's here on YouTube or joining us as well on the podcast our regular podcast so thank you so much and make sure you check out both and uh, if you want to see how goofy we are check out the YouTube which is new this yeah. is only our second YouTube uh, presentation of this which will obviously continue from now on I think is the best way to do
0: it and
1: um, it's it's uh, awesome to be able to do that and be able to see you Larry because otherwise we don't see each other anymore hardly oh. right.
0: Like, no, we, we do a lot of like uh, social media texting and stuff like that, but that's not quite the same.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. It's <laughs> totally not the same. So uh, thank you for joining us and make sure you check out all our socials and we will see you next time on Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek.
0: Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey.
1: Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker.
0: And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf.
1: Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his
0: wardrobe? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.